Hello and welcome back to Girls in a Pod, the podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on a daily. For today's podcast, we are going to be talking about past versions of ourselves and loving every single one of them, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, all of them. So, looking at past versions of yourself and who you are now and who you could be in the future and who you were in the past is kind of a mindfuck because we can ask ourselves, okay, well, what parts are truly me? What parts did I make up and adopt just to fit in? What parts of me were toxic to myself and others? What parts of me did I reinvent for the acceptance of others? Should I go back to some of the things older versions of me? Um, did or adopted who am I like how am I growing and evolving into a new version of myself every so often it's it's just a mindfuck so think think of your Instagram profile I'd like to think of it like this because especially if you're one of those people that doesn't delete anything and you've had your Instagram since like fucking 2012 and you got all those fucking pictures still up and you can see physically who you were, like how your fashion style has changed, who you've hung out with, how you used to do your makeup, how you carried yourself. I certainly don't. I don't delete stuff. I have... I know there's like an option where you can archive stuff. I I, 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 I archive a lot of stuff, but I do keep a lot of my older stuff on my Instagram. And many times I'm like, "Mm, should I delete those parts of my life that are no longer there? The little human that was growing, the girl that doesn't exist anymore, the girl with very different beliefs and a very different maybe correct characteristics that current me doesn't have anymore. Because if I scroll all the way down on my Instagram, 18-year-old me is there. And 18-year-old me was doing some pretty questionable shit that mom, 25-year-old me now, would definitely go batshit crazy if my little sister was doing, you know? So should we completely erase those versions of ourselves from our heads? What should we do? I say those versions of ourselves can stay. They can stay in our memories and in in one way or another in us. But as long as you're working to become a better person for yourself and for others every single day. Another mind-fucking example would be the woman I was when I started this podcast is slowly fading. And I noticed that every single day that I do a new podcast or that I talk to like guests that come on the show I'm like wow like it's just it's something I noticed within myself because this is a new experience um uh because with and this new experience of hosting um this woman empowerment podcast I am learning so many new things about myself and other women and trying to implement those positive learnings to myself and who I want to be tomorrow next year my future self you know like years from now if I'm still doing this podcast, I'll probably be like, what the fuck was I talking about when I was 25? Like, what the fuck was I talking about on my first few episodes? And that's how life is, you know? It's like you look at 
past versions of yourself and sometimes you cringe but like during those times you didn't you absolutely did not think what you were doing or what you believed in was cringy you just went with it you know that's how life is um always wondering what the fuck was i doing when i was 15 when i was 18 when i was 21 when i was 25 when i was 30 and so on and so on and so on but one thing that is a fact is that all those versions of yourself have just as much good to offer and stay with your new versions as there are bad that need to be removed from your life. There was a point in my life, I was probably entering my adulthood, that I just needed, I had this feeling that I needed to figure out who the fuck I was. I know other 20-something year olds um, have or are going through this at the moment, that time where you have an identity crisis of no longer worrying about fitting in and just trying to figure out what I love to do, what type of person do I want to be, etc. When I hit my adulthood, I was so worried about trying to correct and make a good impression of little me. Have any Do any of you relate to that? Like you, you know you fucked up in certain aspects of your life or with certain people or you made a bad impression of yourself and you, as, as you become older and mature and see how wrong you were at that time, you try to defend and correct little you to make a good impression of past you. I've definitely fucking done that. You try to validate, well not validate, but like just defend little you. Defend. I defended little me, defend everything I believed in and the whys and the why it was wrong. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, nah, fuck it, whatever, I'm human. She was a little woman trying to grow and learn and had her mistakes just like everyone on this earth has. And I don't need to explain to anyone why she was who she was. Because literally, when you reach an age, you're like, no, bro. Like, ew. I need to stop saying bro so much. But, like, everyone goes through that, you know? Everyone, you're not, no one is perfect. Everyone, if you think you're like, oh my god, who the fuck, like, what the fuck was I doing when I was, like, 20? Like, no, everyone has had that same feeling, One thing I truly have learned throughout time and growing up and maturing is that I owe nothing to past versions of myself. Nothing. We owe everything and anything to our current selves today. You are allowed to change without punishing yourself and letting your past selves linger in your head for letting it happen. Because change is important and honestly it's inevitable because even the world, the universe changes around us and it's changing right now as you listen to each word I say. Literally every millisecond, new things are being invented, new technologies are rising, new species are discovered while others are going extinct, new information is coming to light that maybe shapes how our societies will flourish and how we as humans will work in the future. And just like that too, we as humans capture new information every single second and minute that influences who we will become a day from today that slowly slowly is evolving us into that new version we will be a year or 20 years from now it's impossible to avoid change there are times when i'm like oh my god little me would definitely think i'm so not cool right now but current me loves whatever little me would think is lame right now Current me focus on, focuses on what I truly love without the fear of judgment of others, which I truly feel like it's just a part of growing up. Um, funny story, my brother, who is 21, tends to make fun of me a lot over things I do or like post or freely express about myself. 
And, you know, I don't really care because I've been there. I've been that 21-year-old posting shit for, like, like acceptance of others, posting shit because it's cool, doing things and talk, talking a certain way, dressing a certain way for the approval of others. And I always tell him, dude, I'm 25. I don't care... I don't care right now. When you're 25, you're going to be a completely different person from who you are right now. And again, that's a mindfuck to say because you never truly think you're going to be a whole different person in four years. It's also mindfucking to just have younger siblings and be so self-aware and think, dang, I used to be like that. So you can't really judge them because or like yell at them or like stop them because it's all a part of growing up. They need it. They need to go through some of that shit to, like, grow up, you know? Because I'm sure in a couple months or years from now, I'll definitely cringe at some of the things my current self is doing or saying so confidently, you know? And usually when um, when you grow up, and I notice this a lot in my siblings because I have one sister that's currently a freshman in high school, and a brother that's in eighth grade, and a little brother that is in elementary school. And I just, I like to look at them and see how they're growing up and see the social norms they're getting into. And I've noticed, and it's obviously quite fucking obvious, um, when societal expectations start meddling into your head, it's usually high school. That summer off after eighth grade, everything literally changes. Your body changes, puberty maybe hits, you make new friends... And when you go back to high school, you're a completely different first person, both mentally and physically. I remember going into high school, um, first of all, in middle school, I, I was a chubby girl that did not worry about her looks because I never needed it. I was just very happy with everyone, friends with everyone, and never really worried about that. But I was also self-aware, you know, like I knew that there was popular girls, the pretty girls and stuff, so... I don't know where I stood. I was pretty confident in myself in eighth grade, but I knew I was not attractive, like, to, to, I guess to, I don't know, it was called societal standards, but to societal standards, I knew I was not attractive. And something happened, girls, something happened, like, some, like, eighth grade summer, um, that I completely changed. My whole physical appearance changed. I got slimmer. I got curvier. Um, my hair grew out, my girl, oh my god, if I got a fucking picture of myself in eighth grade, I will post it, because y'all, I looked cracked the fuck up, I don't know what the fuck was going on, my, oh my god, no, it's just really, really bad, but, um, point is, my hair grew out, um, I just changed, okay, for the better, for the better, because there was no going down from where I was at, at eighth grade, girl. I was, no, like, for real, like, if anyone wants a picture, ask me for it. I'm not going to post it because it's embarrassing, but ask me for it. Um, but point is, so as a girl, when you grow from middle school, don't get attention from boys and don't even know what that feeling is, don't know what butterflies are, and all of a sudden you're getting it everywhere all around in, in high school you start to notice and try to like act and dress and be a certain way for acceptance of others or for the attention of boys and stuff and stuff like that, you know? So I feel like during that, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that version of myself is way too past to talk about. I feel like the better versions of the more interesting versions of you, I guess, are the versions that 
you guys want to hear. Because nobody wants to hear, okay, nobody gives a fuck about your 8th grade version, girl. Like, that was 8th grade, period. I gotcha. But let's think about, I think one of the versions that, I've been a lot of versions, to be honest. And if we want to put it into, like, a a formal description, I've been... I've been a broken girl. I've been a depressed girl. I've been a very confident girl. I've been like um, the fucking top of the world type of girl back again to broken. I've been all of it. And I think we've all been there because again, we're humans and it's inevitable to go through all those stages of emotions, you know? I like to, I like to think like, what if all my past versions of me were standing right in front of me? And I see all of them. I see all of them. I see, I see um, when I went into high school and I was a very confident girl because I all of a sudden turned pretty from being ugly in middle school. I see high school me broken and depressed and gained a ton of weight and crying all the time because her, her boyfriend didn't treat her right. I see confident me after getting over that ex and finally finding herself again I see someone that argued a lot with her mom and was broken a lot and went through some shit with her family I see a girl that ugh, my boyfriend is here of course <laughs> but I see all of them you know so do that for yourself see all those versions of yourself like cut the little micro versions of yourself put them in there I mean and just see who you truly, truly were. Just imagine them all standing right in front of you. Another very important thing I think I've learned to do and finally, um, how do you call it? I finally dominated is to stop comparing myself to past versions of me for the better or for the bad, you know? So like after my postpartum depression, I would... I would um, compare myself to the most successful, most empowering, and most flourishing, confident version of myself, which was when I was 19, right? And I would self-pity myself a lot. I'd be like, girl, you gained a ton of weight. You're unhappy. You cry all the time. You this and this and this and that. And I'd be like, why can't you be 19-year-old you? Why can't you do that, you know? And I... I was so in my head that I could not see that I could be that again, but not that again. I could be someone else. I could just be, I could be that and better, but focusing on my current self, you know? And once I did that, once I shifted my mentality, and it's just not doing that. It's not just shifting your mentality. It's really working, doing self-work, self-love, practicing self-love, working on your mental health, and being able to let down those barriers and let down your masculine energy. Again, again, all that talk about masculine feminine energy, but it's once you get it, you just get it. And once I I figured myself out a little bit more, I practiced self-love and um, practiced self-love by like going to the gym or eating healthy and caring for my body and loving my body in all its, its, in all its stages, I started flourishing into this version of myself, which I absolutely love and adore, you know? I also learned to be kind to past versions of myself that didn't know the things I know now as a 25-year-old, you know? I can't be like, bitch, you were a dumb-ass bitch for wasting six years of your life with this man. Like, 
why the fuck weren't you thinking what the fuck was going through your head? Like, I cannot do that, you know? I needed, again, I needed to go through that. There's a term for that when you can't disrupt something in a storyline so you grow from it. I think it's called, like, cosmic something. But I needed to go through that to know how to value myself and to know what I wanted from a relationship and to know how I wanted to be treated, you know? So I... I needed to stop being mean and bullying past versions of myself. And sometimes it's so nonchalant and you do it without even noticing, but you truly need to be aware of how you speak to yourself and how you speak of past versions of yourself because it truly does a little something to like shape who you will be tomorrow. And a huge part of just loving your past selves and leaving them in the past and accepting them and stuff is to not feel shame as to shame for like who you were who you are or your errors or your mistakes again go back to um um what is it called dark dark feminine energy the podcast i just made and never feel shame or worry or or bring yourself down over your mistakes. Just accept them, be grateful that you went through it, and grow up from it, you know? And that's all you have to do with every single past version of yourselves. And also know that sometimes past versions of ourselves don't leave. Sometimes some some of the parts of them, the better parts of them, stick around to shape who you are today. Like, sometimes I do see... Um, bits of my childhood in me still you know I'm like a very playful person still like I play a lot I play a lot with my boyfriend like we tickle each other a lot and I see that in him too he's a very childish I see his child in him I see I see like when you hang out with your friends like I don't know how to explain it like you see their inner childhood when they they truly like open up I don't know if I'm explaining it explaining it right but I just see that within myself I see I see that when I sit on the floor and look for bugs so my baby can like like see and explore shit like how I did I like pretend to make like food with backyard dirt and leaves and stuff so so my baby can experience that I see my my childhood self through my son because I do all the shit I do is to like he doesn't have any siblings, so I have to be a child sometimes for him. And a lot of the things that my childhood past self used to love doing will do with him. And I truly, truly appreciate that. Another huge thing to keep in mind is how can you love and accept who you are now if you can't love and accept who you've been in the past? Accepting who you've been doesn't mean excuse excusing your poor behavior or your mistakes or the way you hurt yourselves or others, but just like taking responsibility as to who you were negatively, you know? And it doesn't mean, again, it doesn't mean you need to be taking on guilt and shame or hating yourself or rejecting yourself, your past or your present. It just simply means taking that responsibility and seeing ways you can flourish today seeing ways you can do be and do better you know like sometimes I reflect on the way I said things to people or the way I could have said things better or the way 
this or this or that, you know? And I, I learned from that. Like I learned how to communicate better. One thing about me is that I am very blunt, but I am very humorously, if humorously is a word, humorously blunt. I, I love making people laugh, but sometimes it comes out wrong because I have to realize that people are not all like me. I, I, I was raised in a home where humor was used to like, and it's very dark humor. Like my family has very dark humor. So I have to like grow up from that, not grow up from that, but just be like, okay, this is how I was raised. Not everyone is like this. So I need to learn to, to just be polite, I guess, because sometimes dark humor can come out really, really wrong. So, and that's, maybe that's not a past version of me. That's maybe just a trait (laughs) within myself, but just seeing those things, you know? Um, another thing is when you take responsibility for yourself, you are saying this, this is all me that that was all me. Those were my choices. I blame no one but myself. It's all me. Every bit of it. It's me. And once you do that, it, it just truly feels heavy because you're not blaming anyone. You know, you're blaming one of your versions, one of your past versions. Then the pain is truly just on you. The pain you've caused yourself, the pain you've caused others. And for a moment, it will feel feel like you're just hitting rock bottom. And with this like burden, this like this 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 blame you put on yourself. And you can't really do anything but just accept it. And again, see how you can grow from it. And how can you really how you can release that past version of yourself, but how can what what good things can you take from it? So another thing I really like to um, do within myself is just ground myself. And a lot you probably have heard like your boss, a mentor, your teachers be like, ground yourself. Well, what the fuck does that mean? You know, just think of it as if you were meeting yourself who think of it as like who are you right now are you exactly who you should be do you think you need to work on yourself just truly truly see this version of yourself this present version of yourself and just truly like be for real girl be honest with yourself and be like okay am I a mean girl am I doing this am I doing that am I mean to myself do I bully myself Um, how am I with my parents? How am I with earth? How am I with animals? Just every single fucking part of you. Just be fucking for real with yourself. How, how, how do you treat other people? Um, just quit censoring yourself, you know? And always think, always think of life as you are working for your future self. You are setting up, setting yourself up for your future self. Whatever you do today, your future self is going to either appreciate or hate you for. And that's just, that's just a fucking life changer, you know? Like, when I do things that are beyond, that are going away from my goals and my morals, I'm like, okay, bitch, well, how is, is you in next week going to appreciate you today for doing that? You know, how, how are you in a year going to love you for doing this or hate you for doing this? Is this gonna, like, is this gonna be successful for you in the future? Is this gonna, bring anything positive to you in the future and once you stop and ask yourself those things before doing anything you truly learn how to lead a better lifestyle I read this book called Atomic Habits and it says something very mind-fucking again mind-fucking but it is mind-fucking 
Um, your present self is you in the moment, concerned with your current state, your current needs, your current choices, and immediate actions. And many of the times, our current self is very tempted to break either goals or morals or go against our persona to satisfy your current self, you know? But you're breaking something that you want for your future self. So think of it like this. Um, Let's say I have a goal for myself, for my future self. Let's say, and let's, let's let's use fitness. So let's say I want to lose 20 pounds, right? And my current self is really tempted and really, I I want to satisfy my current needs of craving cake, you know? But I know I have set these goals for myself that I need to eat healthier. I need to be um, more aware of what I'm eating. And by, by eating that cake, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfying my current self, but by eating that cake, I'm also betraying my future self and betraying what what I want for my future self, you know, think of it like this, but with other different things in life, you know, and when you do that, when you, you, you just betray yourself. And again, I'm going back to that thing of work for your future self. Always know you need to love yourself and be, be present where you are today, but also know that future self will, will either like be really thankful for who you are and what you are doing today and what you're practicing and and stuff like that but future you will also be sad and be just be you're just betraying your future self when you don't lead the life you truly want to lead at the end of the day we should all again be working for our future selves and working to find our real selves because many of the times we get we get confused with trying to find our ideal self versus your real self and I feel like your ideal self is someone you strive to be for either work ethic, for social constructs, for social norms, um, for friendships, for other people rather than yourself. But your real self, you just want to be someone for you. You want to dig in there, dig into your trauma, dig into your mental health, work on self-love, do what you got to do to enjoy your life the way you want to enjoy it without the fear of judgment of others and that's when truly that's when life truly becomes beautiful as corny as that fucking sounds that's what we should all be striving for because when you when you don't um want that for yourself and when you're living a life with hate and with sadness and with depression and you're not working to to help yourself find that real self you're just throwing out negativity into the world which obviously we don't need more of looking at how the world is today but yeah always work on your real self work on your happiness work on on loving yourself work on like looking at your past versions of yourself and being like okay those learnings were okay let me throw them out okay my mom taught me this when I was little let me throw that out oh but these things were nice let me keep those in me and it's just literally building a great version of yourself for your present self and for your future self